Where is uh, Anton? Oh, oh, sorry. There he is. I thought that was a record button. Are we recording? Should be. Dan is recording. Dan, Dan is recording. Yeah, it'll come up. It'll come up in the middle, in the end of the uh, end of the video. Anyone can grab hold of it and save it in the chat. Why am I recording? I don't know what to do with the video once we're recording. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. When it goes, like, if you enter this call now, it'll go in the chat and you can just download it. Oh, so you can get it as well? Yeah, but if it's worse, the worst, you can just send it over. He'll be fine. He knows what he's doing. He's ginger. Fucking hell. I'm glad someone does. <laughs> and that bottle looks like my bottle from earlier. Oh, they're piss bottle. <laughs> right, so... Did we get any suggestions for names for this podcast or whatever this is? No. I no. suggestion. Yeah, We've got sure. any ideas. Name the podcast. That should be the, the name of the fucking That should be the name of the podcast. Name the podcast. No, the, the pod- name of this episode should the be podcast. The, podcast. the podcast with no name. Yeah. Probably be like the right. not yet pro muscle podcast. <laughs> That'd be good. Do <laughs> <laughs> not yet pro. Four lads just talking shit. Yeah, the irrelevant podcast. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously don't know any names. Don't worry about a name. We'll think about that later. We'll think about Looking. it. it if, you, come if you're listening. You've done the fucking, you've done their art thing. You clicked on their art video. You have. Don't worry about that. And you can right. always suggest names in the commentaries. Mm. I'm currently trumping on a, on a bagel. But what's going on here? All right, let's go with him. Um, we might as well go around and introduce each other, um, well, yourselves, and um, let people know about yourself. So if you don't know who anyone is, um, then you will know who people are. Um, shall I start as I'm already yakking on? You can start with your majestic beard. Okay. Wow, that's a nice compliment. I like that. Majestic beard. <laughs> so, if you don't know who I am, uh, I am Ginger Josh. Um, we're going to call we'll be called Ginge or Ginger in this, hence why the name Ginger Train is my Instagram. Because um, there's loads of Joshes around. Simples. Uh, my background within the industry. Uh, I competed in 2018 for the first time. Uh, did PCA London and come second. Got beaten by Jay Maid. I uh, can't say his full name. Don't think I know his full name, but he fucking bat- beat me on size. I got battered. And um, then we went through the British finals and uh, was clearly the smallest fella on the stage. Um, but I think condition gave me a sixth place finish, which is pretty good for a rookie's first ever season ever. And um, yeah, from there. To the love from the bodybuilding and from this whole year, if you haven't followed me already, I've just been eating, training, sleeping, trying to get massive. So um, that's pretty much me right now within bodybuilding. And um, if you don't like it, tough. <laughs> how much How much weight have you gained since this year? So is it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year? Um, so like January, I was like 82 kilos. I remember that. I haven't got a clue. <clears throat> Fucking hell, mate. I'm a kilo man. Um, right, we'll, we'll work. 
82 kilos. That's 100, about 179, 180 pounds, call it. And then this morning, I weighed at uh, 94.9, fasted after a big poo and a wee. And it was a dehydrated piss. This is about, what, 30-pounder? Yeah, about that. And I've got, like, kept my uh, kept condition pretty pretty, pretty good. I'll probably towards the end of the, like, right near the end of the year, Christmas, I'll put a comparison on Instagram for everyone mm. so we sort of see the difference. But, yeah. And are you happy? Oh, yeah, too right, mate. Probably this is, like, the biggest I've ever been, the strongest I've ever been. And, like, I sent it to Jordan. Uh, to, we were talking about it last week. I finally feel like I've built my frame. Like, mm. I could sort of see what I'd look like, but I'm just going to look a bigger version, if you know what I mean. And I'm happy with it. Yeah. Like, if I'm at 94, like, almost pretty much 95, and I'm like, you know, looking kind of a little little bit dense, well, what am I going to look like at fucking, let's go for pounds so that Dan understands. What am I going to look at at 250? Do you know what I mean? And, like, my goal is to be fucking 300 pounds. One day I want to get on those scales and then to go... You remember that little meme that came out where that guy lifting weights eating the protein powder and he steps on the scales and he's explode. I generally want that to go out. I want to get on there and he'll be like, boom! Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Chanel, come in here. Take a photo of this. Take a photo of that. 300 pounds on there. I can't wait. Do you know what I mean? Fucking, that's what I want. Just like, a fucking... Just a mass ball. Like, who the fuck? And also... Um, a bit about me, about my goals, is there's G- Ginger Mass Monsters. They're, they're, there's one I can name off the top of my head who's on the pro scene at the minute. It's Flex Lewis, isn't it? Yeah. Well, true. we've got Harry Harris, but Harry Harris, um, you know, he sort of shaves his head. He's got a nice big ginger beard. And do you know what I mean? There's only two. And how many normal normal non-gingers are there? That's the rest of the bodybuilding. It's Flex Ginger. Mm. Flex is kind of, well, I don't know. He might get offended by that. Yeah, his, his beard is rather ginger. Because he had knocked me out. I wonder you know he's, got ginger... he's got ginger pubes. Curtains match the carpets, don't they? Yeah. He's got ginger pubes, it means ginger. Yeah. If you got, depends what colour your beard have. Because then that's the colour of your pubic hair, really, isn't it? That's what they say. I get rid of a ginger beard if I really I like got ginger it. beard, but not down there, no. <laughs> Most blokes shave it all off, though. Bodybuilders, we shave all the time. Yeah, that's a pet peeve. True. Do you know what I mean? Not off-season, it's full, full on beer mode, then. Oh, is it? Are you one of those guys? Yeah, fucking right, mate. Man, I get so fucking fed up with shaving. Show after show, shaving my fucking ass crack. Fuck that. I let it grow. Mate, I spent about 20 quid on a Philips bomb blade. I'm getting my money out of it. Oh, Mrs. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come in and shave in between my arse crack. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a bit of weak, weak old shit on there. Have a bit of that, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Shaving that arse crack. Can't get round there. That's one thing when you get bigger as well. Can't get round there, can you? You're like that. You're like, oh, fucking sort me out, love. It feels all right, uh, mate. Go on. Guys, I've got to move location quick. Just going to move location. All right. Anyway, um... Just want to introduce yourself as well, so let people know who you are. They should know who you are, anyway. Well, you don't know who I am, you cunt. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> you should know who I am. No, I'm very messy. Um, I'm Joshua Kinsey Club, and I am two-time British PCA British champion. Um, had a pretty decent season in 2019. 
and won a lot of shit, but then I came fifth in the universe and that was crap. So I need to redeem myself in 2021 and win. But no, I've uh, been bodybuilding now for four years competitively. Won my first show, got top six in the British in 2016. And then from there, I just thought, fuck it, I like this shit. Let's carry on going. So I did two shows in 2017, got second and third. Um, in 2018, I won pretty much every show. I, I won the British, our top three in the world, and I won NAVA UK Class 3 as my debut. Because um, I was in Classic in PCA. And then this year, I won the Body Power Welsh in Class 3 in the overall now the England class three in the overall, PC British class three, and fifth in the universe. So, not much then. Nah. It's a decent year. It's a fairly, fairly happy with that. But it's still not good enough. So you too. Had a I thought you were epic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, this you're never content though, are you? Like, I was very happy with this year. I was happy with the results. I was happy with my physique. I was happy with how much I come on. But still wasn't... I was, ha- I was happy, but wasn't happy, if you know what I mean. I just think more. I need more. More everything. Like, very, uh, you're very... Uh, what's the word? Unassuming. My, um, so you met my mum at Body Power when we were together talking at the time. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, she she really likes you. Was just talking to you, and um, she saw your posing routine come on stage, and I tapped her on the shoulder. So oh, that was Josh who we were talking to earlier, and she said, "Is it? Is you <laughs> when you stri- when you strip down look totally different to what you look like in clothes? Very oh, yeah, unique. like I'm I'm very small. Like I'm not I'm not a big a big bodybuilder at all. I hope to be when next time I step on stage. But I mean, my physique sort of just comes to life because of my lines and my symmetry it's not down to actual mass itself like I, i'm standing backstage and i i look like shit i look like a 12 year old girl there's not a line on me there's not a vein on me there's literally sweet fuck all and i'm just standing there chewing my sweets and waiting to go on stage and then as soon as the lights hit it's like oh all right he's not too bad yes yeah, I, I get that a lot that I'm very unassuming. Most people don't think um, like if you walked into a gym and saw a load of people and said, "Who's the best bodybuilder in this gym?" I'm the last person anyone would pick. Clothed up in a gym, ditching no one would. Very rare that you're wearing shorts that are short enough to see. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's so that's me, and um, yeah, I hope. To be a pro in the next two to three years. Hmm. I hope to be on the Olympia stage in the next five to seven years. Is that in classic or open or? No, two twelve. Yeah, so I, I pro. Do you want to turn pro as an open bodybuilder or a classic? I want to turn pro as an open bodybuilder. Well, <laughs> mate. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got a 18, 18 to twenty-four month off season now. And it's simply to grow, like get my arms up, get my delts up, get my back up, and just 
get as much mass on me as possible without losing my shape. Um, but by the time, pardon? I don't think you ever will. I I hope not. I I I'll do everything I can to make sure I don't. But um, no, by the time I get on stage next, I I won't make classic. But I couldn't make classic weight this year, and that's, and I'm small. I couldn't. I think I'd have to drop about. 12 pound or, or, or 10 pounds to make classic weight how much stage, oh, go on. so uh, how much stage weight have you put on since you've been uh since you first step on stage because you've done this, yeah um I've, I've put on about about 25 25 pounds i think Ooh. it's a bit saucy though isn't it um from eight about about 11 kilos about 11 12 kilos how heavy were you you step on stage this year this year at the universe at my at the morning of the universe i was 84 but i was very flat the day before i was 86 and it was the best i'd ever looked so like my my true stage weight at my best would be about 86 kilos but at the british i was uh, 82 Mm. this year I'm sure I'm in. How tall are you again? Five seven. Oh yeah, five seven. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out then, like, um, because you said you want to do two on two, if you've got it to a pro. Did you want to yeah. hear that? Yeah. But you're not necessarily like that short. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. Like ninety six. This is the way I I look at it. If I was, if at my best I'm eighty six kilos, and I get to was it ninety four, ninety five kilos, the two twelve cut off. That's very competitive. Yeah, to be fair, that's true. But don't uh, don't. I, I know where your heart lies. But say if you did that this your eighteen month off season, twenty four months, yeah. and you like get on the scales and you're. You still got your abs. You're still looking pretty saucy, and you're like two sixty. I wouldn't. Make, I wouldn't make it two sixty. Imagine you at two sixty pounds, though, man. I, I doubt I'd get up there. I mean, I'm two or five at the moment. All right, fuck. I see. I yeah, see. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a very heavy person. Mm. I've got very small joints. My joints are fucking tiny. That's the same with me. I'm not very heavy. But I'm not. I, I don't think I'm made to be like. 280 290 okay but if you did would your mind change would you be like you know what yeah i mean if i if i couldn't make um if i couldn't make 212 weight then i'd go into open hmm. pretty interesting so i just wanted to get that i just wanted to get that out there so people know because you asked me about how much weight i put on this year etc josh you've definitely got the type of physique that if you put five pounds on it it looks like 20. Just yeah. the way your, your lines blow. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's just it's just adding the size in the right places. Like, I train my quads every once every 12 to 18 days. Um, I'll smash my arms like three times a week now, my delts as well, my back, and then I'll do my chest like once every 10 days. I just need to grow certain areas that really do lack when I'm standing against people who have 
good body parts that I lack, you know? Because <clears throat> put, on, put on overall size, like you train your whole body the same and every, I'm just going to be as disproportionate. I wouldn't say disproportionate, but like my legs grow just looking at a fucking squat rack. I, I don't I don't need to hammer my legs anymore. It's just adding adding tissue in the right areas. It's a Welsh thing. It's a Welsh thing. Yeah. <laughs> Flex Lewis. There's that natural guy, Jack Thorburn. He's got big fucking quads. Welsh thing. Yeah. Welsh thing. So what about you, Kenta? Who's next? Less, less about me. Um, other um, from say the best one. All right. Uh, <laughs> my first compete is at 18. Uh, first show was I compete with Naba. First show was the Midlands, won it. Um, then went into the British four weeks after. Got a second in the British first year competing. Didn't decide to do the universe. Knocked on head to have a longer off season. Before, if I'm not first for the British, I'm not going to be first for the universe. So I took it off. I then grew to there. And then come back to the British again. This year, an extra 15 pounds heavier. And oh, yeah, actually, I got third, but the decision could have gone either way. I then done another two shows, which was the Barbarian Classic, which is just a local federation done by um, Sam Bennett. Do you know Sam Bennett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's his show up in Grimsby. He got first at that. And then done the UKBFF Classic and got first in that, as a, all as a junior. How old are you now? Uh, just turned 21. How much do you weigh now? I'm sitting at 280. 282. Oh. That's just stupid. That's 6'1". <laughs> Still, speak for 6'1". For a 21-year-old. I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. Like Josh said, can you stand there and be happy? you got your abs. Um, you're not blown out too much. You know, I could probably push a bit more, but it'd be sloppy. It'd be sloppy. Mm. As I say, I see you in the gym really frequently, and you don't look like you're over your limit at all. No. Very what my game plan is now is to stick at 280, probably drop up a little bit, probably get to like 277, and just hold it. Hold it for a bit and make that look good. So that when prep starts, you know, it's now just going to be nice, nice, slowly chipping away. Hopefully another, probably... 12 pounds added on my stage weight again. You got you got any plans for competing soon? I'm gonna do the NABA British again because my last year was a junior with NABA. So mm-hmm. I want to get that title. So I've already qualified, but I want to do the, the qualifier, which will be the Midlands again. Uh, Touchwood, take the first, and then go into the British, which is three weeks after this year. And ideally clean up, take the first at the British, then go on to the Worlds. And then, depending on where the universe falls, do the universe. And then, once I'm out of NABA, I'll then probably go into the class ones and see where I stand. Which I'm hoping for, obviously, some big guys in NABA class ones. <laughs> yeah, but they're all sitting around 280, 290 in their off-season as well. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I know Jim Giorgio quite well, who was obviously quite high up yeah. in NABA class one, and he is... He's a monster, like a living monster. Yeah, he's fucking huge. I think he sits at probably like two, probably three ten, three twenty in his off season, peak off season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just I, he was at the Barbarian Classic with me, 
and he was like, Luke was just started prep, and he was, they looked in the same ballpark. Mm. I was, How has a physique like that not yet turned pro? Unless he hasn't really warranted shows to turn pro yet. Yeah, you see some of these people in person, man. I mean, I was standing backstage at the universe, and I had um, Dan McNabb, Giorgio, Josh Maley, Jack Brooker, oh. <laughs> and, and Andy Scott, and I'm there like, what the fuck? Jeez. Like, you big boys. Who's a better poser, though? You or Andy Scott? Oh. Oh, that's Ooh. a good battle. Who's a better poser? I, we, we both have our own styles. Scotland it's... versus Wales. Yeah. Celtic <laughs> class. <laughs> Sick. Um, I, he's a very good poser. I admire Andy very much because he's a very good poser and he does have the size. He has one of those old school physiques. Um, he knows how to show his physique off to make it look the best it can be. And I admire that a lot. And his posing routine is outstanding. I saw Andy pose at the British finals this year at NABBA. And it's like, as soon as you walked on stage, you're just locked on. Honestly, you're just following. Yeah. I've, I've never seen someone pose like that, I'll be honest. He is very good posing. Who's better? I, I'd say we just got our own, our own styles. Oh, we're both very good posers. we just got our own different styles. So, in other words, you're just being modest and you're better. No, 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 at all. I look up to it, man. Oh, no, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean. No, you're very different. I mean, um, I think I prefer your physique to his, but the fact that he has he has a very good physique, but mm-hmm. the fact that he looks like that is a testament to his posing because he has a yeah, body totally. And to look like that and pose like that and pull that off, it just shows he must be a brilliant. I mean, there's there's not many people that pose like me, and someone that can do it with fifty pounds on me, yeah, that's impressive as fuck. Yeah, you know, it's, it looks awesome. I mean, that's probably my weakest point is posing and just general presentation. The physique's there; it's just showing. It's, mo- it. it's most people's weakness. Yeah. Um, Josh, did you stay for the pro AMs at the ECA British? Yes, I did. I had uh, Andy probably winning that. Winning? Um, no, no, I wouldn't. I did. No, I, the guy that won was very freaky. Like he was bubbly and like he had some crazy muscle to him. He had a very nice skin tone as well, which does look very good. But no, he was the guy with the the man bun, yeah. Yeah. He was thick as hell, man. Like he was dense. I think he's quite short, you're quite short, so you're going to look to that kind of physique as something you... Probably, yeah, yeah, totally. We're all drawn to towards what we can aspire to be. That's true. But yeah, he was very dense and thick and just had slabs of muscle hanging off him, and he was peeled to the bone, man. He was fucking diced. Hmm. I didn't... So, um, um, your yeah. next comp, what kind of months are they falling across? Um, Naba Midlands falls on the 10th of May. And it's just been released, released that the Naba British is the 30th of May. So you've got a nice sort of three weeks between them. Um, 
they're the ones obviously on my, mainly on my radar at the minute. And then yeah, after yeah. the Worlds. The Worlds usually falls exactly a week after the British. So I'm hoping, hoping that'll be that. Do you want to do a warm-up show with me? What's that? Third of May, Third of May British finals. Not British finals. British that Grand Prix. What's that, sorry? Uh, British Grand Prix. Two bros. Oh. Two juniors. Then we can watch a pro show in the afternoon. <laughs> That's put a spanner in my works. <laughs> you say you like doing a few shows before the big one. I like doing one show before the big one. Um, I don't know what date's that. Third of May. Third of May. Oh, that's a, yes. That's only a week out from the qualifier. I don't see why not. The only issue with it is it's like fucking hundred quid to register, so it'd be hundred quid to register. <laughs> So I think it's fucking is, it still, is it still hundreds? Is it still is it still in the hundreds? To Mate, even if it's eighty, it's fucking stupid. It's way too much money. I think for you, an amateur show, like what the fuck? UK BFF this year was seventy five. Really? Yeah. I only <laughs> only went up there because my mate was competing. I thought, oh, I'm still in shape. I'll go on stage, and they got seventy five quid. And then to enter another class, I wanted an extra twenty five. Yeah, but that's because they have no competitors because everyone knows they're shit. Yeah. They have to charge everyone stupid amounts of money to actually be able to maintain themselves as a federation. Otherwise, they got to dip into their own pockets. That's pretty much how it works. Mm. Fucking <laughs> Josh was going in. <laughs> I just... He does no giving a fuck. That's fair enough. I mean... Um, the two bro shows this year, I mean, the junior categories did come on. There was only like one or two juniors. Yeah, that's something deterring me from doing it. I, I think I am competing on the 3rd of May. And it was either do one of my qualifiers for the Worlds or PCA Worlds. So you've got on the 3rd of May, you've got the Central in Leamington. But on the 2nd of May, you've got the Benelux show in Holland. Then on the 3rd of May also, you've got two bros, British Grand Prix. And I don't want to miss the pro show. Yeah, that's a good reason to compete. Yeah. Do you get to watch the pro show for free if you compete? What do you think so? I would assume so. Yeah, you're paying £100. Yeah, I mean, it's... um. Unless I just... I don't do a junior category and I just do a men's category. I wouldn't yeah. bother doing junior. I'd, no. I'd enter men's, personally. Well, that, that's, I, that's what I'm thinking this year. Because on stage, I'm clearly dwarfing the other juniors. And I think I may as well put it to better use. I mean, the way I see, the way I see it from my, from my perspective is if you are uh, if you're as you say dwarfing juniors, you want to go up against people who you'll be who will be hard to beat to yeah, see where exactly. you stand. Bigger, bigger competition, yeah. Of course, it's a challenge, you know. That's just my perspective. Still, so, there's some, there's some still good uh, smaller juniors out there. Like, there are there are some very good small juniors. Out you I mean, a good example of that would be the British finals, P the PCA British finals 2018. I mean, Ryan Cooley turned up and he was fucking huge. Mm -hmm. he, he was fucking massive, you know. And um, Joe Cross, he's five foot six, five foot seven. And he fucking was like on his tail. Yeah. Joe Cross is a very good bodybuilder. But do you know what I mean? He's short, but do you know what I mean? There's some still. That's one thing I like about the one th thing I like about the junior category is the, um, especially watching it. Maybe not so much um, 
when you're competing because you're not really thinking about it when you're watching it you think like oh look at that big tall fucker oh, look at that short fucker he's fucking dense as a fuck do you know what i mean it's watching that and it's like it's battling out you know it's david the david and goliath situation yeah. like, do you know what i mean yeah totally yeah i like that who won the 18 finals juniors uh matty innis with his massive quads. With his apps, did you just big all over, wasn't he? Yeah, he's just a he was he was a mega <laughs> He come out he come out of nowhere as well. well Look, Joe, Joe Cross came second. Joe came second. Just just come out. And Matt come out of nowhere. One thing I remember is but like, I didn't he didn't even I never speak to him when we were getting registered. And one thing we we're getting registered at PCA, um I can't say his name. It was Matt. I think it's Matt Tofton. Does anyone know who he is? The, the yeah. really good bodybuilder. He was queuing and he was waiting in line. And then the one of the guys was like, "Right, juniors, come on then." And he looked so angry. And I was the first in line. I was like, "I don't want to walk in front of him." One, I know who he is on Instagram, and I think he's a cool dude, right? And two, he looks really pissed off because he's been waiting for about twenty minutes, and we've all just been sitting there chin wagging, not waiting in line. And then I spoke to Matt, and like I spoke, he was wearing his clothes, didn't think of much. And then he, when, when we were starting, um, we started pumping up. He took his kit off, and then everyone had a little look around. And went, Fucking hell, it was his bloke. Do you know what I mean? Talking of jokes, out of all the juniors that I competed against in the British final stage, he impressed me the most. Who's that, Joe? Joe, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one thing. I don't know what it was. I think it was just he was complete. To me, he was he is, complete. He is very complete. He's very complete. That's how he's complete. Lewis White, fucking huge. Wide. Wide. Like, Jay Cutler wide. You know? Like, big delts. Um, Jay, he was just... I think it was just aesthetic. He's just dense side, as fuck as well. Side poses, lights out. Side poses, like, lights out. Jay, Jay's arms are, are thicker than my quads. Like, Jay's arms are thick as hell, and his chest is thick, his back's thick. He's just very thick, heavy muscled. Uh, yeah, he's just dense as fuck, man. He's thicker than a Snickers bar. But Joe is, is very complete, extremely complete. And uh, Pierce, Pierce, who came second, he was very impressive. And I'm he was personally. Well, I said this to you and to you yeah. on your podcast. Said to you at the finals. Said to you on your podcast, I believe. Yeah, I had him winning. Yeah, he, I, I another one. He just come out of nowhere, though, didn't he? I didn't yeah, know that's, that's cute, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, no. He come out of nowhere. The, the funny thing is, um, he messaged me when I competed, saying he was wanting to compete in for some advice. And I said to him, get a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was my advice. It was something about gear and something about I get about competing. I said, "Yeah, coach." <laughs> that was my advice. Um, so anyone, anyone listening, that's they get a competing, get a coach. Yeah. To get a coach. That's like yeah. the best advice you can get. <laughs> it is. That's something also. Listening today, um, I was listening, to, busy at work as usual, listening to the few ad podcast. <laughs> I listened to it. And uh, he gets loads of questions of people like asking, like, "Oh, I'm 200 pounds. I'm about 24 percent body fat. How many calories do I need to eat?" And it's like <laughs> the weirdest thing is, he's like, "This sounds like this is like 
your questions too, it's like you're just asking for a coaching question. And he's like, there's so many variables going into it. And he was just like, my answer is get a coach. You sound like you need a coach. But like when people ask those questions, because obviously we're going to dive into our questions. And you, like, I don't know if you guys ever get questions like that or people ask you stuff like that. Most yeah. likely you've, you've always had someone ask you or even just come up to you in the gym and gone, what do I need to do? And it's just like, oh, my fucking Lord. But it's a bit like um, – it's with it with that quick like like with the question about getting getting the coach. It's that people want a like a a yes or no answer to it. Do you know mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not as black and it's not black and white. It's like there's no black and white answer to it. You can't just oh yeah you need this. There's not there's no straightforward answer. Do you know what I mean? That would be stupid. People don't get it. Like people don't get that straight away. It's like what? What like no? It's no. It's you can't just flick a switch. It's not like elect- electricity. That's the right way. That's the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? It's just fucking stupid, though. Like I get stupid. Someone messaged me the other day and said, "Sauerkraut, bro, any good? I'm gonna get some." And I'm like, "For what? You <laughs> don't like the taste of it? If you don't like the taste of it? Then what? Yo, what? What the fuck does this question entail?" Sauerkraut. I'll be like, you're asking the wrong dude. Talking of sauerkraut, whilst we're on that, I got a question. Somebody said, um, I'm get it up now. Um, somebody said, uh, tips for digestion. I said, sauerkraut. He said, great. It's, it's, it is me. Yeah, it but is. he came back to me and he, he took a picture of the bot in the jar on the shelf in the supermarket. What does that mean? It means it's going to do fuck all because it's a live bacteria. It needs refrigerating. So he basically yeah. he just bought some fucking expensive vegetable. It's going to do nothing for his gut buying. <laughs> Did you tell him that? I let him buy another two before I told him. Because I know one, of, one of the things most people should do for digestion, man, is just like take out food slowly that they're currently eating and see what the fuck shit, what, what fucks yeah. with them. The troll in there. It's just like you could be eating something that you're really intolerant to, you don't think you are because you're God. And. Uh, and then all of a sudden you take out oats from your diet and all of a sudden you go to the toilet more regular and you feel great. And oh, but, then, yeah. but then you're sad because you'll be like oats, but you just got to suck it up and have fucking cream rice instead. There you nothing, go. Nothing better than having a big poo. Amazing. There's nothing worse than having shit digestion. Oh, yeah. Oh, post-show digestion. Once you fucking binge a little bit, it's fucked. And your ass stinks. <laughs> and your missus kicks around your own bed. You sleep on a sofa. And it stinks of farts. It's quite funny though, isn't it? It's really shit at the moment. When you think back to it, you're like, "That's brilliant." Just farting, stinking. Like, Fucking hell! What's going on? Sorry, I think some just man's been attacked outside my yard. Oh well. Um, go on, Dan. You haven't introduced yourself, mate. Yeah. You've been hiding in the corner. Yeah, as I say, best to last, of course. Put your Jordan hat uh, as well. Look at that. Jordan Because I need a haircut, mate. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, that's my name. I'm Dan Bastic. Um, I competed this year. It's my first year competing this year. I did London PCA, and unlike Ginger over here, I actually won it. Oh, fuck! Shots. Shots. Um, then the week later, I did the finals. I came fifth. Um, whatever happened, happened. And um, now I'm in my season. That's about it, really. Just trying to get huge as fuck. Yeah, I like that. I like that one. 
keeping it nice and short. Um, I'm currently 21 weeks out come this Sunday from any show that will take me on the 3rd of May. I haven't yet decided, clearly. Um, I'm thinking two bros because I do want to watch the British Grand Prix. Um, I think they're bros not because of last year, and I think Luke's doing it as well. So that'd be quite a cool show to watch. Yeah. Why... Why are you competing so early in the year? Because I'm no longer a junior from July 23rd onwards, and I won a title, and I want that fucking world championship title. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, two weeks later after that will be my qualifier for the Worlds, is Body Power. Right. Uh, that's on the 16th of May. Then two weeks after that will be world championships. Okay. That's that makes cool. sense. That makes total sense. Yeah, I think um, I think we're gonna surprise a lot of people this year. Um, people are gonna say, "Fucking hell, you've put on a lot of size." It's not gonna be that. It's gonna be that I've retained a lot of size. Um, going into this year's shows, I lost a lot of size, particularly mm. in my legs. Which, if you watch uh, the podcast me and Ginge did, you'll know why. So I'm not gonna go into that, but. Um, yeah, I think people are going to be surprised. It's not going to be muscle gained, it's going to be muscle retained, really. Okay. Um, so, currently, go on. What would you put that down to? Over diet, then? What did I what? What would you put your the um, muscle you lost during prep down to? Over diet, then? Not listening to my coach. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I've got a tendency. I'll, not more is more for everything, but if I feel like I'm not working hard enough, I'm not content. Um, about four weeks out, I was told to cut cardio. I doubled it. Um, just because I was like, are you sure, mate? Like, this doesn't seem right. And I found it really mentally hard when because Jordan has to pull me back. Hence why now I'm having five days off the gym. If it, I would go for three weeks. In that three weeks, I would definitely get injured because mm. um, I'm like at a peak right now where I'm on the edge of every time I train with my strength, um, and that's limited by the fact that I've got no drugs in my system right now. I'm on the mm. back end of a cruise. No so, drugs. After five rest i should be refreshed up and little niggles i get niggles every session to be honest will be healed up and i'll be ready to push again to go all-time strength but um yeah i put it down to overworking myself like i didn't tell jordan that i didn't do cardio i did i doubled my cardio until after the london show when i fucked up everything else so he said like oh what else did you do wrong and i basically did a whole list of everything I did wrong. Oh. <laughs> can, I, so. can I ask, what, what did Jordan do? Because he, he doesn't, it'd, it'd be like a right fucking bollocking. I just swear, like, what, what did he ever go good bollocking at you? Well, not as bad as I thought, I thought he would, to be honest, because I summed up the whole situation, what happened, and I kind of explained why I'm a fucking idiot and how I'm going to rectify it. And my way of rectifying it is I'm doing the British finals next week, no matter how I look, all I need to do is do exactly what you tell me and I'm going to prove that I can do that. And that was hard enough because 
He had me sitting on my ass the whole week, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of grams of carbs a day, doing nothing, and it worked. But it was really hard for me to do that. Mm. I was so- ten pounds. I was ten pounds up from London to the British, and um, I looked better. <laughs> so, you know, listen to your coach, guys. Listen to your coach. But were you scared? He's going to tell you off. Like the his response, waiting for his reply. Uh, I've known Jordan for so long. It's like still, he still does put the fear of life in me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, he does me too, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what are you laughing at, chaps? He's a big unit. <laughs> not that. It's that I don't want to disappoint him. Um, I, I really look up to Jordan, and not like most people do, because most people have only known him the last three years. I've known him when he was really coming up, since I was about 16, 17. And he was probably the first bodybuilder I saw in a gym. Um first kind of gym I went to, I had a proper membership at, he, I walked in and that was the first big buck I saw. <laughs> and, you know, and that, I saw that and I thought, I've got to do that. I want that. So when you have that first person that got you into the sport, you don't want to let them down. And he yeah. invested a lot of time into me with advice when I was younger and you know, before we ever got together with coaching. Um, so, yeah. So you got a really good relationship with him? I think so. I think so. I try to, I do try to keep it mildly formal as well because I want that proper coaches, coach-athlete relationship where if I do something wrong, I'm still scared of him. Oh, I'm shit scared of my coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's like yeah. my... You, you were laughing at us a minute ago, Josh. You were taking a piss laughing at me. Instead of I, I, was, I was I was laughing because, my yeah, James is fucking... If I didn't follow his plan and told him, he'd fucking rip me a new arsehole. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, I could see that. Wouldn't have a problem with your digestion then, though, if you had three bumholes. That's very true. I'd be going to very frequently. <laughs> It'd be well easy to go to the They're toilet. Like, Huh? It's good that you got a good relationship with your coach. Though. I think it's very important to like me and James got an extremely good relationship. I've been working now for four years, um, and he is like a, he's he's like my old man. Like I respect him that much, and he treats me like a son. But we do have that athlete coach um, relationship where he's like he's my coach. I'm his athlete, you know. And if he says jump, I ask how high. But if I disagree with what he says, I do say, James, you know, can we do things this way? And then he'll listen to me, take it on board. If he agrees, then sound. And if he doesn't, he'll tell me why. And we go and we do things that way, you know? Yeah. But no. yeah, I'm, I am shit scared of him. In yeah. a very good way. He just keeps me grounded. Yeah. You know? Four years? But since I started competing. Yeah, same as me with Jordan. Yeah, I, w- I won't... Um, I what doubt I'll ever change, to be honest. I've been training for like four, four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little up, man. Last time I stepped into the gym, it was like... Four and a half years ago. <laughs> you guys are stepping on stage. Fucking shit up. I was like, 
still wearing a fucking asset to me dad's fucking hand-me-down, mate, walking into a commercial gym like, what's going on here? <laughs> what, are, what are all your goals within the bodybuilding? Um, well, I think, I don't know, nearly all of them. I want to, you know, go to a professional level of the sport, uh, make a positive impact within the sport and the industry. And, um, you know, be a f- fulfill the ginger mass monster as much as I joke about it. It is something I want to do. That's fair. That sort of relates onto it. I got a question, and it was like, how many of us work in the fitness industry? And I didn't. I don't. Who else? But who doesn't? I do. You I work do. And Dan, you're, you're obviously a student, and you're a PT, or not PT, you're a coach, aren't you, Dan? Me. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they said to me. They said, obviously, what's your goals? And I, I'm, my job's completely away from um, bodybuilding completely. So, like, I wish if I was like a PT or coach, it's all, all for one, if you know what I mean. Like, your lifestyle and job goes hand in hand with bodybuilding. Mm. Yeah. Um, but goals are professional status to the point you can probably leave leave your old job behind but you you can't do I can't do one without the other at the minute or, yeah 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 that's that's probably a goal of mine too that would be nice wouldn't it yeah full full time athlete life would be fucking awesome but then uh, just... I beg to differ I'd get bored like yeah yeah I understand it frees you up to do all the shit you gotta do but I think I mean, prepping your meals, training, cardio, there's always time for that regardless of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, would, I would miss human interaction, but I would carry on. I'd probably take on more. Uh, S- I do S&C classes. I'd probably do do more of them. Probably do one. Yeah, ev- probably, yeah do, do one every day of the week. Take that take that on more. And probably have mm-hmm. more online online clients as well. Because I, I do like that, that human interaction. I did say that to someone today, actually. I was like, oh, you know, I was like, um, you miss that human interaction, that just sort of, you'd be a bit lonely at times, wouldn't you? When, do you know what I mean? Sometimes it just... Yeah, for the full time. Yeah, it just t- takes it off. But, I mean, it, would, it, it would, wouldn't be like, if I was doing S&C classes, it would be three hours in the evening or three hours in the morning. It's, it, it's, but it's, it's still not fucking going to work, though, is it? It's still not eight hours of your whole day taken away. Mm. It's like, well, it's convenient for me to do this. <laughs> That's like that, isn't it? I enjoy, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy this subject. I really like getting people doing doing lifts, and I like coaching people. And also, it's uh, human interaction, and it's convenient for me. And then you're getting paid. <laughs> no, totally, man. But I think as long as you're, if you're an aspiring bodybuilder and you want to turn pro, until you turn pro and you're good enough that you can live off. Um, the earnings that can come with being pro, not that that's very often these days. Your job has to go with the lifestyle. So you need to be able yeah. to eat, you need to eat, you need to be able to train when you need to train. You need to be able to get enough sleep. So the hours have to be very, you know, favorable. Mm. But I think any job caters for that, as long as you set up your yeah. team right. I mean, like, yeah. anyone that says, I haven't got time, you're fucking bullshit and excuse making. Yeah, 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 yeah. Period. Because I've worked in car sales, and 
I've worked in a warehouse and I've worked in supermarkets and I've always found time to eat my meals, train, do my fucking cardio. And whoever says they can't, you just tell them shit. They just, yeah. they just don't want it bad enough. If you want something bad enough, you fucking do it, period. I, I always think that's there's a very negative approach to people when they're like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do Oh, I don't have the time. It's, it's what we call in, in, in like teaching and coaching, it's a smoke screen. You're putting up a smoke screen. You've put a smoke screen up even before you've even tried. You know, it's like kids are like, I can't fucking do it. I can't do this. I can't do that. You put a smoke screen up. Of course you can. Fucking grow some bollocks and do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's I exactly what it is, though. I can't lift the bar. Have you tried to lift the bar up? No? Well, you put a smoke screen up. Lift the fucking bar. Grow a pair. Oh, you've done it. Oh, well done. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> the same. I had a client uh, sign up with me yesterday. I'm trying to go for a piss. One of our, one day, like, we were talking about oh, plan setting. Oh, he, had an, he had an issue with, well, what if I'm away on trips and stuff like that? Well, these trips, they're not spontaneous. Well, they're coming up. So what's your excuse? And he says, well, what do I do? I say, you find a way. It's none of my business. You find right. a way. I think it depends as well on what you aspire to because I've got clients that if they're going away and say, you know, oh, man, I've got to go away for work. I'm like, all right, well, don't be a fucking fat, stupid cunt. You know, you can make healthy choices. If you don't want to take your food, you don't have to, but it's because you don't want to because you can. But if you don't want to, then make healthy choices. You know, you, you have a life to live, and I don't expect you to be as regimented as me because I'm aspiring to be a pro bodybuilder. But if that isn't your goal, then you can still make healthy choices. You don't turn into a fat cat. But at the same time, do you not get concerned with clients that come up with this and they say, well, I'm going to be a bit lazy and you're going to be okay with it because I'm not aspiring to be a pro bodybuilder. But that's um, it, it, it depends. If I, if I say to someone, are you, happy with the pro- are you happy with the progress you're making? And they say, yes, I generally am. And I'm a better, happier, healthier version of myself. My life is that much better now. Even though I'm not 100% dedicated to everything that you were asking me to do, I am much more dedicated than I was prior to working with you. And my life is better for it. Then, yes, I'm happy. Because I also understand that not everyone needs to be as dedicated as I am. Yeah, fair enough. But for me, I care so much about progress. I suppose I kind of detach from the emotional a little bit. And when when clients are making progress and how much progress they're making, that's a reflection on me. That's my portfolio. I, I agree with that a thousand percent. And I am on the exact same level. Like I care more about, I'm results driven. You know, the m- money is something we all need to live. And that's the only reason I charge people. If money wasn't an issue, then I would not charge anyone. I'd do this for free because I love helping people. But that being said, as I said, Someone whose life is a little bit better or that much better, even if they're not 100% dedicated and they're still making progress, even if it's slower than I would want it to be, that's still progress and it's still, it's still positive, you know? If someone, I've had clients that have said to me, um, you know, two weeks on a trot, they haven't stuck to anything at all. And I'm like, look, here's your money, fuck off. Why? Because, because I don't want you to take up a spot on my, on, in my business that someone could actually be benefiting from because you're a cunt. I don't want your money. I don't want you. Just go because you're not doing anything. As someone who's trying, as I, as I say to people, it's not always, you know, consistency beats perfection. So if someone is consistent 80% of the time, all the time, it's better than being consistent 100% for two days 
and then 50 percent for five. Oh my god oh my god i've just come back and all i heard was i don't want you on my team you can't stick to it because you're really close <laughs> oh man everyone's got different <laughs> everyone's got different girls accent, it sounds so fucking funny <laughs> i'll be that's the new t-shirt the new t-shirt it's gonna be Josh, uh, joshua kingsley clock and it's like Big little letters like this, and he's like, I don't want you on my team because you're a cunt. <laughs> I just, I use that word very lightly, by the way. Yeah. I know where you're from as well, and you're, I think you're similar to me in the fact that you generally care. And when you care, when these clients aren't doing what they're meant to be doing, it stresses you out. And to me, when I get stressed out, it's going to affect my sleep, it's going to affect my training. Now that client is being selfish. 100%. Well, the thing is as well, like, you know, as I said, because I do care, if someone isn't going to make the most of the um, service I'm willing to provide them, then I can't do my job. So they literally just pay me for nothing. And I'd rather not have that money and not have to deal with that person because they're fucking annoying me. Hmm. I, I agree with that. Because I said I don't work in the industry. I, I do online coaching on the side, but I only take on people who really, really want it. Because if not, it's just wasting my time. I don't need to do it because I'm making money elsewhere. So it's literally yeah. just for the yeah for the drive, seeing people progress. You know, you get a okay. kick out of it. So it's just if they don't want to give hundred percent, then I I can't be asked because I'm taking I'm time sh- out of my day already. I'm sure, man. I'm sure there's people out there would happily take these people's money because all they care about is fucking money. But when yeah. you actually care about your clients and you care about the progress, you care about them getting a service that they're paying for. Yeah. If they're not making the most of that service, then you can't do anything. You're getting paid for nothing. It doesn't feel right. Go away. Like yeah. you, you see people, you know, in the industry, people that's got these cookie cutter plans. They're just poking out left, right, and centre, and just taking people money. Yeah, of course, man. As that. You see it all the time. As long as we're on that topic, something that I wanted to go into a little bit is people making bodybuilding too complicated. So especially. Oh, <laughs> I have, this is, this is this now going to be a 12-hour podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a run. It's going to run. I feel it coming on. Right. So, bodybuilding is fucking simple. Yeah. And an example of this is actually something that happened today. I was on the treadmill, and the treadmill was going to face a few machines in our gym. Um, I wasn't doing cardio, so, you know, don't be surprised. It's just, you know, getting the core body temperature up as uh you know whatever but um there's a guy in a train by jp jumper and it's mostly these guys as well which i find is so ironic because right so i thought he's got a train by jp jumper i was just watching his routine how he's going through it and i thought okay he's gonna get ready he's gonna pyramid up very slowly waste no energy but still get warm at the same time and hit a fucking big lift did he fuck? He attached bands onto a flat hammer strength press. Now, a hammer strength press already has a disgusting strength curve, yeah? This is an example of what I'm, te- what I'm talking about when Jordan, people like Jordan and other influences in the in- industry, they have such a wide scope of people that follow them, but they misinterpret the information they put out. So, something I was going to... Uh, or alluding to on my Instagram was spreadsheet. People, coaches specifically, using spreadsheet. For example, over 
So, you, all you guys coach, do you use spreadsheets? Fuck no. No. What benefit is a, is a spreadsheet? Yay. Yeah, I'm that. It probably uses a tracking tool, and to me, it shows a bad coach, a coach that can't think on his own two feet, and one that relies on technology to give him the answer of what to do with a client. Uh, yeah, to, I mean, I just think it just—I just think it will complicate everything massively. You know, here's your plan. This is what we're doing. This is what you got to eat. This is how you're in train. That's what you're doing. What, what else do you fucking need? Oh uh, yeah, just send it all nice written up. You're not going to give someone send someone over a spreadsheet with a load of shit on. I mean, you might have a spreadsheet for yourself, to, like if your your own diary of. Of, I mean, I did a spreadsheet of my prep of calories when they were dropped, blah, 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 drugs I took when we put them in. So I could look back at it and I showed my friends. That was the only reason. For my yeah. own personal diary. The only reason I used Excel, because it's fucking easy to use. Mate, like, I, if, I, if I'm in the car driving somewhere, like I'm a passenger and I'm doing work from my phone and someone checks in and I'm like, right, sound, that's your check-in, brilliant. I just go, go into my documents copy their diet from the, the file into my notes, make the changes, send them, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you need. Where's my spreadsheet? Why do I need a fucking spreadsheet to tell you how many fucking calories we're taking away from your diet? What's, what's the logic? I don't understand it. Maybe it helps some people. Maybe it does. I'm not against it, but I just think it's stupid. When you're prepping... Go on, Dan. The thing is with bodybuilding... Not a numbers game. It's not maths. It's about consistency. So whatever you do it, whatever you do, and you do it consistently, you know how to make a change from that. Exactly. The reason I use Jordan example is because for some reason a lot of people misconstrue what he puts out. Um, and I don't know if people remember, but the starting page of his website, the video, the first long sentence: "Bodybuilding is so simple." It really is, people, though. People cannot, people cannot get that, yet they wear his clothing. He, yeah, it's because, it. yeah, but people, like, w- would suck his dick if they could as well. Do you know what I mean? That's what, I'm, like, what, that's what I'm saying. They're not, they pick and choose what they want to take from him. So when he went through a phase of that reps in reserve, that went mad. Yeah, but everyone's going to follow follow the leader, isn't it? You know what I mean? Huh? Funny enough, it only went mad across people who are small. Because they, oh. yeah, because they think, oh, it must be an easy way. It is no easy way. It's just consistency. I just think I just think the people that overcomplicate things, every time a new piece of new information is put out there, they take it and try it. So they never stick with anything. And that's why they never make any progress. Because oh. go on. I was going to say, the overcomplicating stuff comes from a selling point of view. It's someone who's trying to make money. It's, um, let's overcomplicate something. So you shit your pants, you get confused, you worry that you're not doing it right, so I buy into your program. Mm. It's, it's just stemmed from that. But yeah, right. you know, it's got out of control. It's like, it's like when, oh, put your hashtags, ha- put hashtags in, in your comments it, it, it gets more engagement. Everyone does it. Once one person did it and got better engagement, but their photo, was, their content there was, was good, was really fucking good, right? And it was something interesting and they could take from it. 
Like everyone did it because they were that mm. they, thought, they thought that was the equate like that was the equation. That's the mystery that got there. Do you know what I mean? That's part. That's, that's part of it, isn't it? So it's, it's all adding ill fuel onto the fire. Is is that if I make my stuff really confusing and I don't know, I I confuse it and make you feel worried and the the uh, young naive ginger Josh is listening to it. Shits his pants. Shit. Oh, I'll buy into his plan. It's only it's only thirty five pound ebook. And yet, and you're something as well that's like really, I think it's overrated. It's like different machines. Like you, you boys might disagree. But I think a fucking leg extension is a leg extension. It doesn't matter if it's, it doesn't matter where the fuck it's come from. It's still a leg extension. A hack squat's a hack squat. It doesn't matter where the fuck it's come from. You can still grow using yeah. any, any machine from any brand. Oh, yeah, you can still grow, but some feel nicer than others. Some feel a little bit better, but they're all fucking the same. They're all going to do one job. You know, they do one job and let's get you a little bit bigger if you actually eat enough food. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You, yeah. You're dead right on there. Um, um, pick the one you can load up the most and make the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong. I go, I go into a new gym and I, I get excited because it's new kit, but I'm fully aware that it's not going to be any fucking different. It's just a new bit of kit. And I'm excited because I, I like this I like this training thing and it's fun. But yeah. that's the only reason. It's not because, oh my god, this fucking prequel fucking this hack squad's gonna make my quads ten inches bigger than the shit you when I got back. No, it's not. No. No, no, no. That's that's a myth, isn't it? Of course, mate. Like- the hack squat in my gym, like you put four plates aside and you're a fucking animal. I've I've been on hack squats then, I can put like ten plates aside and I'm like, yeah, all day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you turn that I don't know if you start off in that machine with two plates aside for 10 reps you turn that into four plates of 10 reps that's exactly that's exactly um, you wall up some random gym with a fucking that's got, isn't, hasn't got a hack score like that and you put four plates on it you, know, you fucking warm up on it you're like holy shit this is going to be <laughs> <laughs> wait love get the fucking camera out this one's going on the gram it's going viral <laughs> Thing is, like, everything's getting overcomplicated. Though. Every aspect of bodybuilding is getting overcomplicated. The thing From is, the food to it, the training, it, it's coming. It's, it's picking and choosing who you listen to. There's there's plenty of good, really good people out there that putting out content that is really simple. That is that is if you listen to it properly and you listen to it five four times, if you struggle to listen. You, you will, it is very simple, you know, Jordan being one of them, if you listen to it, there's people, you know, I've pretty much the whole t- uh, team, um, the JP, JP team, they all do it. I mean, um, Jamie Joe, is that, is that how you pronounce his name? I've butchered his name, but the giant, I mean, he puts stories out daily and he's always walking, puffing and blowing. But if you actually listen to some of the stuff he says, it's just saying stuff really like, it's really simple and he's giving tips. It's only his fucking story. But it generally is simple as fuck. And it is, and, and I just, and I tell it it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Is, if you are having doubts and you're in this game and you want to be a bodybuilder, first of all, why haven't you got a coach who knows more information about you? Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a sport at the end of the day. <laughs> but you, at the same at the same time, and, and me being a coach, this is like really not good for business talk. But you don't need a coach. You know, it is, it is, I started without a coach for like five years. Like, it's simple shit. I grew a good physique. I was eating enough food and I was training fucking hard. It's like, it's, that's genuinely like the basics of growing 
It's just like that is what it is. And if I was, if you were getting too fat, then you come back a bit on food. And if you're not gaining enough weight, then you up your food a bit. It's it, like that, that's how simple they can be. If you yeah. want to be meticulous and go in depth, and you really don't have a good understanding, then yes, a coach is highly advised. But, but yeah. if you just want to get a solid physique, then just train fucking hard. Basic lifts, get stronger without hurting yourself, and eat enough good food. I think, but I think it's some, it's having someone being accountable for is the biggest part. Oh yeah, accountability is the biggest thing with a coach. It, it, that's pr- it's probably me coming from a background of like forever, ha- forever having a coach and everything I've done, forever done ever in any sport. I've always seen that there's someone there, and I never really understood when people were like bodybuilding and be like, "Yeah, don't they're like uh, put, don't need a coach and stuff." I just thought like, if you want to progress to the highest level you could possibly go, you're going to need someone who knows more than you, who's been there, done it, etc. Blah blah blah. Do you know the story? You know what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? I think that, and you know, we're all sitting there, we all got, we all have coaches and got coaches. You know what I mean? I oh, know totally, man. I mean, from accountability standpoint, this it's invaluable. You know, mm. because for some reason, as human beings, we're fucking retarded and we won't be accountable to ourselves as much as we will to someone else, yeah. which is stupid because we're the only people we should be accountable to. But that being said, it does make it a lot easier to stick to a plan if you have someone to check in with every week and you don't want to be called a fat cup because you didn't stick to your plan. Yeah. In my my case, I have two reasons for having a coach. One, I don't want to think. I just want to do. Yeah. Literally, I just want to do. Like, people ask me, how many calories you on? What are your macros? I don't got a fucking clue. He just sends me a diet and I eat it. Yeah. That's a very good point, also. Um, And two, if I'm on my own and history's proved it, I'll overwork and I won't grow at all. Yeah, yeah, that's also. Yeah, I, I could agree. I could agree with those two points. They're very valid. But also, something I say to people is if you can't do something on your own, then you clearly don't want it bad enough, find something else. Because if you need someone to tell you what to do all the time and you really can't be asked to do it on your own, then you really don't have a love for it. You don't have a passion. Yeah. If you've got fire in your belly, you'll do it whether someone's kicking you up the ass or whether you've got to kick yourself up the ass. You'll fucking find a way to do it, you yeah. know? And everyone, it's like everyone, it's like anything. It's like someone who wants a million pounds in the bank, but they don't want to put the work in to build a business. Well, you don't want it that bad. You just want a million pounds, but you have to love the process to get to that final product. You yeah. know, if you don't enjoy the journey, what's the fucking point? Because life is all about the journey. If you don't love prep, if you don't enjoy prep, although you're suffering like a cunt, what is the fucking point? What, yeah. to, be shred- to be shredded? You're going to die at the end of the day. One day you will die and you will not give a fuck if you're shredded or fat. If you do not enjoy this process, this this thing that we do, if you don't have a love for it, there it is. Find something else. Find something you love and put your all into that. Life is too short. And you're fucking right, mate. In 20 week, whatever it is, you're miserable for all of those weeks. You just wasted all those weeks of your life. Legit. Why would you do that? This is something I say to people a lot because a lot of people have this idea that bodybuilders are these egotistical, you know, pricks that think they're better than other people. I say, mate, if you're 25 stone, fat and happy and doing what you love, awesome. I just have I just have muscle that doesn't make me better than you. It just means I have muscle. That's it. No, we lost that. <laughs> we lost one. We lost. Man down. I mean, um, yeah, as long as. Burden to society. Oh, sorry about that. 
Uh, and we're back in. Have, have anyone? Have we answered any of these questions? Anyone asked us? No, we haven't. We uh, not. Let me, I'll go are we? Some. Are we? Shoot some at us. Because we've been on for an hour and nine. I think. Well, no, 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 no. Less than that. Probably about an hour. I mean, um, this is a bit of a episode, really, because it's just an intro. We haven't got any topics. No. Yeah. Like, I want to get guests on and stuff. I've got a few lined up. Some really cool ones. A couple of pros as a first couple. Um, yeah. Think we'll do it. Get a date for them. Um, yeah. So I'll go through here. And we'll, um, have you guys got questions as well? Or I've got some funny questions. Uh, okay, do you want to do do a serious one first, then we'll do a, a nice breaker style? I've got a good one. I've got a good one. <laughs> It'll be really good. Do you want to do it? Where's that? My. I'm serious. If I if I do this, because we've had quite serious speak on this, right? Quite serious bodybuilding speak, intense, uh, intense, passionate speak. If I give this, it's gonna it's gonna bring it down to sort of my level, right? Okay, I can deal with that. Right, so, favorite favorite porn category. And <laughs> 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 what what are we going? Go on, go, Joshua. You go first. Come on, Joshua. You go first. Um, all of them. All at of them. At the same time. <laughs> no bias. No bias. Is it really gay. all of them? Gay. Gay. Gay porn. Yeah, it has to be. Has to be. All right. Do you want me to go next? Go on then. Um, I would say ebony porn. Black women. Hence the girlfriend. Hence the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Big black ass. Oh, you're not allowed to hit me. Hey, Josh. Oh. Yeah, fiance. Which one? Oh. Josh, just whisper to us what the real category is. He's quick. Me? I said whisper <laughs> to what the real category is. Him or me? No, Josh Gold. This yeah, is it. Yeah, he likes like Albino. <laughs> My libido is absolutely shot still. Crap. So, <laughs> I can't even remember. He hasn't even watched porn for the past <laughs> six months. <laughs> He's my, my libido came back the next day. I threw some carbs in me. I had sex for so long. The missus was fucking in trouble. I went in there and I was like, I'm going to give you the best 45 seconds of your life. Come at me. <laughs> I was still, the tremolo was still kicking in. I was ready to go. It was good. I think I lasted for about 10 minutes. I was, I put on a good scene and I was shredded. But that's you know, a psycho when he's in the mirror and he's like that. He's like, he's like pumping his bicep while he's doing it. You know what I'm on. Oh, mate, I'm in the same boat as you, Dan. <laughs> I don't actually know. Oh. You've got a girlfriend? Huh? You've got a girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, he's going to get in trouble. I'll probably say mothers and daughters are in. Straight up? <laughs> Straight up. That is, Straight up. Over, that is such an oversaturated... She, she hears you and now she's on the phone to her mum. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Mum, just a quick question. You know, it is Christmas coming up. <laughs> if someone asks me a question, you look like Warwick Davis. Who? I see that. You should have just messed him back. You look like a cunt. 
You look like Warwick Depp. Someone asked me, why can't I see your teeth when you talk? Because I've got a beard, you fucking twat. I've got a massive gap in my tooth, man. The fucking lady loves it. Right. Um, someone, sent me, someone sent me burger nipples or an extreme outy belly button. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? <laughs> extreme outy belly button, though. If you think about it, I mean, if you get a bad gut, You've seen some of the guts that belly button comes out too, doesn't it? Mm. Like a herniated belly button. But what are we talking? Are we talking quarter pounders? Are we talking like... Which we're talking about near enough the whole peck. Mm. A peck-sized nipple. A peck-sized nipple. Uh, I mean, you can't cover that shit up with tan. What was the other option? Extreme outy belly button. I'm talking about four inches. You've got basically a penis hanging out of your stomach. <laughs> You're yeah. lucky the most blokes. Hey, double penetration. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy porn, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be your new favorite category after albino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on with Instagram at the minute, but I get loads of questions, and people will just send me one, right? Hi, follow me. What the fuck? Uh, what's that? Is this a new engagement tactic? It's like the co- the comments you get. They're like, hi, I love your content. DM me for yeah. a shout out. I've got this one thing, actually. I recognize the name. It's Muscle Freak Fitness. Fucking ask me for, for me dirty socks or something like that. I remember that name. Send them his way. Um, no, no, no. I'm not sending anyone. Listen here, all you people send me messages. I have a limited amount of pants, right? <laughs> I have a limited amount of socks, right? I'm down to Tesco fucking three-pound socks, right? Sainsbury's. <laughs> not bothered, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I used to be a Nike boy, you know, three for ten pounds. Not anymore. Not anymore because he put fucking holes in them. I dishpan them in the fucking wash. That's it. You know what I mean? And my missus wears me nice pants because I'm wearing your pants to bed tonight. What, Fred? What? The fuck have we got nothing to wear tomorrow? I'm wearing mediums. I'm a large. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking having that. Anyway, that's, I've just got that up your chest. You know what and, I mean? And, and what were we talking about yesterday in the gym? Oh, before yeah, the conversation. And I think James Holland said it as well, put it on Facebook, didn't he? He said about, about the freaks out there asking. So I had someone mess me about two weeks ago asking for my used posing trunks. I buy them heavily priced as well. They're offering like 150 quid, 100 quid for my posing trunks. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Well, what's your said... address, bro? Huh? <laughs> I'd be like, what's your address, bro? This is my, this is my PayPal. PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. Yeah, I would just... me up, bro. I would have shit on them as well. How about you, dirty bastard? If they want my dirty posing trunks, the ones I do my practicing in, I'll say, like, how dirty do you want them? I'll take a shit in them too, if you want. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Right. Anyone else? I mean, Dan, you had some serious questions, did you not? I got beard maintenance questions. Dan, you sent me one. Oh, what was my one? Beard maintenance routine. How much GH do you need? <laughs> do you need? What does it say? Do you need to take to have my own? Oh, your own beard. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, how much GH do I need to have a beard like yours? Fucking 15 I use a day. Hashtag buy your fucking growth hormone off me. <laughs> Humotropin. Oh, what's the other one? Is it, so, so, what's, the, what's the Chinese one? Sonotropin. 
Pantomime. Oh, I don't know. Some, something, ginger troping. There you go. Got my new one. Ginger <laughs> PayPal, £80. Get 10 IUs. 10 IUs, though. <laughs> you got to take 10 IUs a day, so just DM me, yeah. That'll get you beard and beard. To so be honest, if you really want to know, everyone, I could I didn't grow facial hair, facial hair for shit. I went for a little phase of having some bum fluff on here, right? And I just smoked a lot of weed. Thought I was well cool, right? Looked like a bell end. Anyway, I took fucking tests once, and fuck me, I went hairy. Two fifty tests a week, and it fuck forever. Then I got hair on my toes. No one told me about that. Side effects. You're gonna get fucking all this. Blah, 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 all these side effects. Wicked. Doctor never said, oh, watch out, mate. You're going to look like fucking Frodo Baggins. Basically, you're you know moving hard, mate. What the fuck's that all about? No one told me that. So, yeah. Doctor. Yeah. For me, it was growth hormone. Growth hormone. For me, I shaved about two days ago. If I start using growth hormone, my facial hair goes crazy. Do you use growth hormone? Yeah. Did Jordan know you use growth hormone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does. All right. Just that, you know. Um, typical beard day session include. I don't know. Anyway. I've got another one, same one about a beard session. Beard's looking good, brother. Did you know that lobsters have two stomachs? And one, <laughs> this is bullshit, and that one's in their head. That's not right. Maybe it is. Fuck it off. Fuck off. Hang on. Chanel did a degree in animals. Let's get her on. Oi! Chanel! <laughs> Oi, bitch. Oi, come here. Come here. <laughs> come here. Right, got a question for you. You're smart. Right, lobsters. Do they have two stomachs and is one in their head? Yes. Yes? Yeah. It's in their head? Oh, fucking hell. Well, I'm sorry. It's me, MJ Hurst. I'm sorry, mate. Still, you've made me look like a cunt on here. <laughs> that is, um... oh, that's my top you're wearing. This is what I mean. Wearing my pants, wearing my top, wearing my red con one top. Whilst your fiance's there, what's the name for that? Because if you have one stomach, you're monotheistic. If you have multiple, you're a um, ruminant. So cows that have four stomachs. What's the name for um for what did you say, Dan? That sounded like a lot of words, mate. <laughs> What's the name of a what? He's, What's he... the name of two stomachs? What's the name of an animal that has two stomachs? No, 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 no. Like, what was? Give give me one again. So, if you've got a single stomach, like we do, we're called um, monotheistic. Monotheistic. That's a single stomach. Single stomach. No, monogastric. 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 Yeah. Yeah, someone with one stomach. What's two? Love it. can't remember if he fucked it. Oh, these are the questions. Well, let's see. You've just let everyone down in the non-pro muscle talk podcast. What do you mean I let myself down? I've done my training. They've eaten my food. Fucking hell, it's going to be a domestic on the first fucking ever podcast here. You want to do a serious question? Yeah, get some serious questions on, and then and then I think we call it days. Yeah, because I need to eat. So. Yeah, I need to eat. Um, so... Mm-hmm. 
What I do, I'll save, I'll save the other one and we'll come back to them next time. Uh, ProStat underscore underscore whatever. If the incline bench press doesn't go up, despite everything else being progressed in terms of weights, repetitions, etc., what would you recommend to do in order to make it a more productive exercise? That's a proper nice question. Well, if you can't, if you can't improve, as in you can't increase the weight you're lifting. Well, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's terming as progressive overload. If he means, let's say, go up, go up in weight, but progressive overload doesn't mean just go up in weight and be improved form. Uh, more repetitions could be. Say none, none of those are working. Change the exercise. Come back to it later. Yeah, yeah. simply put, I would change the exercise. Yeah. Uh, for a dumbbell. If you've exhausted and if you've exhausted that exercise, move on to an alternative. Yeah. A machine, dumbbell, fucking, you know, there's many, many alternatives to a England bench press. And is this Smith? Is it Barbell? Like, what are we talking? It's like, it's somewhat open-ended, but if it's Smith, then move on to Barbell, Dumbbell, Machine. Yeah. That's what I, I would personally do. How many rotate? What's your split? Is he doing the same? Is he's got the same one rotation, or is he doing like a three-rotational split? You know, is it is it just that one movement? Like, say, if it's just the Dumbbells, that's that's the one that's just stalled, and it's stalled for ages. But then his his incline, his barbell, whatever his 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 fucking uh, variations for the next two rotations are. If if fair enough, yes, swap that one out. If it's not working, if it's, and then and then how the long question. is it for? I mean, is it stalled for two weeks? I mean, come on, bro, you haven't really maxed him out, have you? Do you know what I mean? You've only done a two tries. You've got the same reps. I would say, simply put, yeah, switch it out. But if it's an exercise that hasn't been in a rotation long, and for some reason it's just hit a sticking point whilst everything else is progressing very fast, I would consider getting strong in a different rep range in that exercise if you are married to it. I mean, I'm not saying you should be married to any one exercise, but getting strong at a multitude of rep ranges works also. Loading set of 6 to 9 and the back off of 10 to 12, maybe try switching it. Do your back off set, it's not a back off set, but your lighter set first, then go to your loading set after try that um that's currently what i'm doing right now for most of my work and then the question well the question would be is it inevitable for that exercise to actually be in your rotation no so change it out that's what i would do that's quite a simple answer i'd go with what josh said i just yeah, think you, you should never as you said never marry yourself to one exercise it's always gonna be alternative and like doing incline is not gonna it's not going to make a difference if you don't do incline at all, in my personal opinion. Tech development will come from any, well, any flat fucking movement is going to develop the full pack. A decline movement will develop the full pack. The incline is probably going to hit your shoulders more, more often than so than your chest anyway. So, switch it up for something that you'd like. I can see where the guy's coming from because a lot of people see me do a lot of pulls, a lot of deadlifts and everything like that. And if I'm not ready to pull that out of my rotation because I've got a goal that I'm trying to hit, how am I going to continue to progress to hit that goal whilst everything else is progression, progressing, but that's not? And that's the reason I said that if I'm adamant that I'm not pulling that out, change the rep range, get stronger in a different rep range and come back to it. But generally speaking... I would change it for a like for like what you guys said. I, I, ag- I agree with you if you have a goal, but 
then it comes down to, can you still develop your back by taking it out? Yes, switch out. Do you know, that's like, that's basically what I come into. You don't have to have that exercise there, so swap it for something else if you're not happy with how things are going with it. Um, What's that, mate? What are you saying on that? I stand with you the same, but then also, like, switch out for, like, for, like I said, swap it out for a dumbbell, progress on a dumbbell, and then they just transfer over to each other, don't they? Because, <laughs> say, say, if you're doing the 60s on incline dumbbell, you'll be able to do three plates on an incline barbell, personally. You know, and they'll just increase or swatch route, like Josh said earlier, have an A split and a B split. One dumbbell, one incline, and they'll both progress alongside each other, won't they? Well, got any, any other questions, Dan? I like that one. I've got one from that um, pro stack as well. Go on. That's a diet-wise one, off training. Oh. He's put, all right, my question. Calorie surplus period... Hate the word bulking, just trying to make some more muscle. Bulk, bulk, bulk. Take a high amount of calories. Any tips to keep the insulin sensitivity in check? Yeah, there's so many ways to keep insulin sensitivity in check. Off the top of my head, I'll just say get more active. Well, increase activity, fasting, dropping car- dropping carbohydrates on non-training days if you don't feel they're a necessity. Um, having carbohydrates certain times of the day instead of all throughout the day, if you find that that decreases sensitivity, there's so many different ways to to improve sensitivity. Not stuffing your face full of fucking shit food all the time. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, exactly. Just if you if you're eating carbs every meal and it's and your sensitivity is decreased, then maybe be more aware of where you're having your carbohydrates and have protein and fat, maybe. A, at the beginning and the end of your day and carbs more focused around your your workout. When you're pushing up in weight, if you're getting too fat uh, and if you're getting too fat while you're pushing up in weight, you're likely your food is too high anyway, which mm. is going to reduce your insulin sensitivity or you don't train hard enough. I don't see a lot of guys that train really, really fucking hard that can push their body weight up high who lose their insulin sensitivity quick. Um, I mean, they only do if it's due to their supplementation, generally speaking. But um, in terms of supplementation that you can use that can promote more insulin sensitivity, believe it or not, I mean, citrus bergamot has a double, uh, it can act in two ways. One, to help your lipids recover, and it's also good for blood sugar. Um, You could use apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons, in the morning and before you go to bed, you could use a GDA. I'd say a GDA. Yeah, Strom do a great one. I'm using their one at the minute. Um, Glycomax. Um, that's very strong, bear in mind. Five tabs, which is a serving throughout of a day. The thousand yeah. milligrams of berberine, which yeah. is very strong. Um, or if you get worried about the down regulation of mTOR or whatever they're, you know, bollocks um ala can be a good option like 300 milligrams pre and post workout with your carbohydrate meals is great um you could use cinnamon on your meals um so, something that something he said in the question what, what did he say about a surplus yeah because he said something at start didn't he because did he say like how long should you be in a surplus oh no he's basically said He's trying to make it sound better. So instead of saying he's bulking, he's in a surplus period. 
Okay, but did he did he no. ask how long he should? He... No, he's basically put calorie surplus period brackets. Hate the word. How, how long have you been in a surplus? Because, as Dan said, if you're if his sensitive sensitivity has decreased that much, you've probably got too fat if he's been in a surplus. Yes, and he's been there for a while. Yeah. You probably just to do a little cut, recom, and go again. Yeah. Produce food. Yeah. You got any others? I think personally, just a, one more thing on that. Going back a little bit, if you have taken it a little bit too far, instead of you can either stay there and try and hold the weight, which can be detrimental also because the insulin sensitivity is shut down. It's not as efficient. Any extra weight you do gain and your efficiency at processing food is going to be worsened. So maybe taking a step back on your diet and just, you know, taking off 10 pounds or 15 pounds can be a good thing. I mean, it's a magical thing what you can get from a little rebound, even if you're not getting shredded, but a little rebound can be great. So an example of this is, um, so post-show, my, I got my bloods done. Uh, I've got it in front of me here. My, where, where is it? 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 So my HbA1c came out at 26.64 moles. That is right on the low end of being almost hypo. Mm. Uh, hypo-sensitive. And that's eight weeks post-show. I pushed my body weight out nearly 40 pounds, and my insulin sensitivity is still like that. Just shows the power of a rebound. Yeah. You know? Um, in terms of tracking your blood glucose... I think some people go a little bit carried away that it, they measure it every morning. They like to prick their finger every morning. Um, I don't think that is necessary. Maybe once a week while you're really pushing calories just to get a, like a kind of a trend. But other than that, you know whether your insulin sensitivity is going to shit because your pumps go in the gym. You you just get fat. Any weight you add, just it's fat. Mm. And you know, you know it is. You're just getting soft. The extra weight is not serving any benefit to performance whatsoever. Um, thought about I, sort of my protocol on a Friday morning, prick my finger, see if you've got a, a good average week by week. And mine, mine's been all right, actually. And I've obviously put on a fair bit since I've been post-show. Yeah, I'm still, it's still nice to have a bit of hunger there on my rest days because then it, I'm still getting to the end of the day thinking, fucking hell, you know, I am hungry. Should I be this hungry? But then the next day, calories are in. There we go. It just shows your sensitivity still, sensitivity still there. That's another sign that your insulin sensitivity is good. Your appetite. Yeah. Look at your appetite. You're hungry going into your meals. You're putting your meals away. And a great way, also, um, Josh alluded to in his story, I think, today, is go for a walk. Yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. food moving. I think that's brilliant. I don't know if you follow much of Stan Efferding's kind of things in his vertical diet but he says go for a 10 minute walk after you eat um, yeah it's going to be more effective than metformin or blood glucose so that can be an option also <clears throat> a lot of people do that they get lazy in the off season oh yeah they're like oh i'm not gonna do cardio because oh i'm not gonna make any gains fuck off <laughs> just like seriously if you have good cardiovascular endurance your sessions will be that much more efficient i was talking about today with my brother we did um, legs today, me and my brother, and we did a hack squat set that was just fucking brutal. And we finished, and I was like, my, my heart was going. I was 
fuck. My legs were fucked. My heart was racing. But then I was, you know, within like a minute, I was like, I was cool. You don't want to lose that, man. You don't want to be taking five, ten minutes between sets. Like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> well, you're pretty, pretty serious. CD fuck if you had ten, five minutes. Mate, I've seen it in the gym, though. Like, people are like, oh, I'm bulking. I'm, I'm like, 110 kilos, bro. I'm like, man, <laughs> fat cunt. Fucking on That's 10 feet of T-balls a day with their fucking heads like this big all blown up. Literally. Just, like, being, like, <laughs> I think um, the is keep those higher upsets in. I know for me, whilst I'm pushing my body weight up at the end of my leg sessions, I've always got a widowmaker set. Set 20, at least, that you use a weight that you should be bailing at 15, but you prolong the set. That's another thing, though, regarding high reps, like, don't be afraid to do high reps just because Jordan Peters lifts heavy for low reps. Well, that's Jordan prescribed it to me. We don't know. What I mean is, it's like, a lot of people see this progressive overload as this thing where you one or two sets, and you go heavy for a short amount of reps, and then that's it. And you, and that, you don't do any any high work, high rep work. I, I, I overlook it massively, you know? I, I do like a hardly any <laughs> count. I do probably the only high rep set I do is probably a, a quad drop set. Every, everything else is like my bicep curls, just like, <laughs> well, that's on bicep curls, but I pretty much everything's just eight to ten, two sets, or one set. <laughs> my set, the set I dread every week is my high rep deadlift set, and I actually I failed today because I gassed out. Oh, he's blowing out of his ass. Get him! <laughs> I got to I got to fifteen. Uh, so I done. What did I do today? I did deficit pulls. I did two thirty for eight. Then I did two sixty for five. By this point, I'm fucked. My lower back pump is just stupid. Then uh, my total back offset, like really light, is one eighty. Aiming between 15 and 20. I gassed out. I got 15. But the reason I failed is because I gassed out. That's a mm. sign for me. I cannot get rid of that set. I need to try and keep that up. Because if I get rid of that set, my cardiovascular is going to go to shit. Yeah, well, like, that's, that's the shit that works, though. But that, that's exactly the same as me. Like, I'll do a heavy RDL, like 200 kilos, eight reps, and you're like, Rrr! but it's like, right, now it's time to back off, and you've got to hit, like, you, you might be hitting 15, 20 reps. I don't stop until I genuinely cannot do any fucking... I can't move. So if I'm like, right, I'm going for 15, and it's like, oh, shit, there's a lot more in the tank, I get scared mid-set, and I'm like, we just keep on going, bro. And you finish, you're like, fuck. Have you ever put yourself out where you've, you've picked a weight that say you're meant to be getting 15, and you get to about 10, and you're thinking... Oh, for fuck's sake. This is a 35. Fuck me up. Death set yeah. coming up. Yeah. Sake. And you know, oh, I'm in for it now. You can't re-rack and pick a heavier weight. You're uh, committed. No, yeah, you know. Gone too far. You're in it for the long run now. So you're on that hack or whatever it is. 35 reps in. Oh. That's the shit that gets you scared for your life. Hey, you guys do some high rep shit, man. I get pissed off. If I've picked a weight and I'm like, I think I can get 15, I will get seriously. Like, the only time I'll actually lose my rag is like round then. And like, I'm just a nasty fucker to be around. <laughs> but it's over the most stupidest things. So like, I'll do like rack pulls and I'll pick something. And I'm like, right, um, this is like, I fucking smashed it. Like, I've been getting really strong lately. So 
you know, and I pick the, pick the same weight. I, I, I pick a heavier weight, and I'm like, I'm in a fair between eight to ten, and I get to seven, and I'm fucking going for it. And I'm like, I'm not struggling yet, and I will just lose my fucking rag. So I might fail on fourteen, but I'll throw my fucking wrist wraps across the gym in the fucking huff. And I'm a fucking if I'm training with my missus or training partner, like, yeah, that's just Joshy throwing his toys out of the pram. It's just like for fuck's sake. I just get really fucked off of it because then it fucked my next set up. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So that's not even I, your back? No, I, I don't. So I like, um, I swear in my, with my training, I'm just like, I go balls to the wall for like both sets. I won't, if, if, say, if I, say if I fail on nine, I'll be like, All right, I'm not changing the weight. I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm not getting anything lower than eight. And I'll just, it's, there's a, probably a bit of immaturity there. But then, if you ever watch some of my training videos, well, like I, I, I put out there, there's definitely some like you'll see me just fall down. I'll, I'll get someone to spot me, and I'll be like, I'll get to eight. Say if it was a hack squat, and I did previously, I, I, I did the same weight, and I got nine. I'll get to, literally to seven, and I fucking I'm down at the bottom, and I'm stuck, and I'll get someone to lift me up and just do a force rep, so I got an extra force. I know, and it's probably immaturity, but I have to take it there. I have to take it to that point. It's just ridiculous how I, uh, but my, my, like my training, I said, it's literally like, it's so Dorian Yates. It's just like, you know, but like a leg day, I'll do two sets, two sets of, um, on two sets of eight to 10 on a hack squat. And then it'd be like, yeah, one, one set of eight to 10 on, on, on a narrow Smith squat, something like that. That probably falls nicely onto one of the questions I got. Um, okay. What are you, what are your training splits? So is, is it like a push pull legs? A yeah. Upper, yeah, push pull, push. I do, I do push, legs, rest, pull, rest, and repeat. Dan, are you sort of similar at the minute? Very similar. So, um, he rests either side of pull, I rest either side of the legs. Mm. Just priority of body parts need to come up and legs. Yeah, and then my back. Josh, what's yours? Mine, mine is a bit varied. This, um, I hit quads once every. 12 to 18 days i'll hit chest once every 10 days and then i'll fill in the rest of the days with um shoulders arms back and let you just rotate through those because they're my weakest body parts and hamstrings hamstrings i'll have one one um back day where i'll hit hamstrings with back i'll have a hamstring there on its own and i'll hit hamstrings with quads as well Arms, I'll hit them on their own. I'll hit biceps after back. I'll hit um, triceps after shoulders. And I'll hit shoulders at least three times a week. So, Josh, Just, if you were a JP disciple, you'd be calling that leg pull. <laughs> yeah, leg pull. Oh, leg pull. For fuck's sake. I just, yeah. I, I, I sort of go by instinct more than actual split that I stick to. I'm happy to do that. That's probably similar along the, along, along the lines of mine. It's sort of a, a bro split, but it's a a calculated bro split. It's an ant split. Yeah. So it's like um, I train legs every 10th day, which because they're an upper body part, and I'll fill in the other days with like a shoulder day, sort of similar to yours is. Yeah. Um, just fill in your weaker parts instinctively as well. I have an idea of what I'm going to hit, and what I'm going to go in for. But if it doesn't feel right on the day, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons for, for the way I structure things this year as well is because 
last year my main focus was hamstrings and back and they seemed to come up quite a bit so i just if i can put that same focus into my arms and delts as well then it's inevitable that they'll grow that's i'll put in a, a, a second hamstring day one at the end of my back day and then one with legs and that brought up because my quads just overpower my hamstrings i think everyone has that problem just obviously putting more emphasis on them will just promote more growth yeah hamstring is one of those uh, body parts that you cannot have them big enough no yeah. until that's slapping against your calf you won't be able even to. then even then bigger yeah. well my calf won't be growing anytime soon so the hamstring's got to grow <laughs> Bullshit. That's the thing. Carbs, you think it's genetic? Do you think it can actually make them grow? Make them grow. Oh, I, can, I don't know. You're built, you're, you're built with your insurgents, but whatever you can, whatever your surgeon is, that can, that can increase. Well, yeah, do, you want, do you want a tip for big calves? I'll give you a tip for big calves. Walk on your toes. Walk, walk, your, toes. Your, toes. walk your toes for the whole, whole, whole your life. <laughs> Seriously. Mate, I've done it. I've got decent yeah. calves. Yeah, we had this discussion on my podcast. He said, yeah. uh, this is bloke, right? I tell you a story, and it is true. This guy walked on his toes all the time, and he goes to me, he goes, he said, look at these, look at these calves. And it just gives the fucking immaculate calves, right? He's never lifted a weight in his life, right? This is before I started lifting weights. And he um, and he was skinny as fuck, right? But his calves were like fucking these big, round, juicy things. I was like, you sure? And he was like, yeah, it's all the football days. It was all the football. And then he walks off, and he's walking on his fucking tiptoes. I was like, no, it's not. Because every fucking time you walk, you're doing a calf raise, and you've been doing it for fucking 24 years, you bastard. It works, man. I've been doing it since I was two. <laughs> what is it about bodybuilders and calves? Like, if we see a set of calves in public, we're like, because they just, they just look awesome, man. It's, it, that's weird, isn't it? You know when you see just people, like, you just, in, I don't know, especially in the summer, you just see some random, you're in the, you're in the shop, and you're like, just going shopping, you're like, and there'll be a guy who doesn't, doesn't even look like he lifts weights, and you'll just see a pair of guys, you think, fuck it, now he's got some calves on him. And he must look at us just like, what the fuck's that bloke looking at my fucking legs for? <laughs> I don't know, it's just, if you see, like, quad, knee, and then calf, it's just like, oh, oh. It, it completes the leg. It just completes the leg. It's like, oh, so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I want to change my answer, actually. That would be my porn category. Calves. <laughs> calves. Yeah. Calf fetish. Just a compilation of calves walking off. It's people with big calves. Oh. Does anyone get any other questions? Um. Uh, ones I've got might be long-winded. Okay, we can save some for the next podcast because we can literally get straight into straight into questions and stuff. Yeah. I have got one we can end on. Someone's um, copied the uh, the size game question, and it is: Would you rather sit on a cake and eat a cock, or sit on a cock and eat a cake? <laughs> what? What have you got to do? That's simple. How big's the willy? <laughs> hey, there's only so many calories in cum, but the amount of calories in cake, you're going to get huge. <laughs> yeah. True, but how big's the willy, mate? That, that, that counts for everything, man. I'll ask. I should not
Oh, oh, oh. the Monday after. Ooh. Yeah, I thought he'd you just blow out your ass and walk around. From a bodybuilding perspective and growing the most, I'd probably eat the cake. What, what flavour cake is it? Carrot cake. Mate. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I'm not putting a cock in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good good question to end on. Yeah. yeah um... Cock cake. <laughs> A little bit of a, you know, kind of weird episode trying to introduce it and everything like that. We still. No. Um, what was the name we suggested earlier? What was that? What was it? Non-UK. Non-pro UK. <laughs> That's a piss take, though. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have a come up with a name yet. Four cunts on Skype. Four cunts on Skype, I like that. <laughs> what if we carry on this podcast for quite a while and one of us do turn pro in that time? Oh, I would like to think one of us will. Oh, man, if we carry this podcast on all the whole way and, um, you know, one of us turn pro while, while doing it, that'd be cool because then it'd be like the whole journey. People... That'd be the, the non-pro podcast by bar one. Yeah, you have to keep changing the name, though. You'd be like... <laughs> One pro for three amateurs, and then it'd be like two pros. And then, but the, the last person who, who goes pro took fucking ages to do it. It would be like about fucking time. Four pros, four pros to the podcast. We'll just call it the Don't Click This Podcast. Oh my How god. Are, the biggest, that's, that's biggest click. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking ever going in. The Don't Click This Podcast. I'm happy with the, the non pro UK. What was it? What did you say? I don't know. What do you call it? The non... What is non-UK pro tour muscle? I don't know. Fuck that well and truly. Yeah. I can't remember what I said word for word. But it was basically not yet pro muscle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the muscle radio with little muscle. Oh. What's the that? Little mus- the little muscle radio. <laughs> Not quite there yet. Not quite yet, yeah, crew. Not quite yet. Not quite yet, yeah. <laughs> not quite yet, there yet crew. Yes. We're trying. We're trying. We'll go for it all tomorrow, though, because what I'll do when I'm at work, I'll uh, I'll just file this around about because I'll have to get a new U- a YouTube channel set up and a uh, and an Anchor FM, mm. so we can get it onto uh, Apple Music and. Um, Spotify. That's the one. Yeah. And we need to think of a name. I put a thing up on my. We should put a thing on Instagram and get suggestions. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dan, you know you're still recording, right? That wasn't me. That was Am. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you're still recording this whole conversation. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just shit his pants. <laughs> Ah, sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's I'm going to make some food and go to bed. Check my spreadsheet first. Right. Yeah, I've just got to check my spreadsheet. For I, have a, I have some bands on my bed to make sure I get a good night's sleep. <laughs> You're not wearing your um, hater blockers today, Dan. I've still got two more meals to eat, mate, so I'm not quite... 
What are you doing to me? I have to stay oh, up. Staying yeah. up. You're going to put a video on and be like, staying up, eating my food. He's going to put his calf porn on and, and wank with some oats in his hand. Does anyone do this, right? Spunky oats. I might be pretty weird. Does anyone put, like, um, the motivational eating? And then it'd be like, Rich Piana talking about eating. Well, you're like, well, it's two o'clock in the morning. You have to start eating your last meal. You're watching it. No, it's me. I'm I'm so I'm like four four weeks post show so like I I've got two meals left I could happily eat them back to back order pizza eat that and everything else is in the house right now see I would never stack up meals I'll always wait I'll never even if I am hungry I'll always like just stop yeah, to it rather wake up in the night and eat oh, see, I, see, I don't go there I don't I don't wake up I just stay up I'll set an alarm, wake up, roll on my bed, eat, go to sleep again. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather probably play card and wait for a meal than... Yeah, uh, that's what I'll do. If I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. I'm gone. I struggle to get to sleep anyway, so like once I am sleeping, that's it. I, I monitored my sleep the other night, and it took me 10 minutes to fall asleep. That's wow. incredible. Sleep every, every, all the time I'll do it, it was, it, it was good. And the weirdest thing is... Like, it shows you when I wake up. And when I woke up, it's when I went for pisses. And I remember doing it. Do you know when you think you dream? I don't know. This is really weird. Did you ever you remember, like, like a, you dream that you went for a piss? Anyone? No? And it, I actually went up and gone for a piss. But now I'm like, did I actually go for a piss last night? Did I flush the chain or not? And I'll look in the toilet. I haven't flushed the chain. I've been so tired. And there's piss in there. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Anyway, when I'm doing it, I look on the thing. It goes up, like, when I woke up. Weird. I went for, like, three pisses in one night. It's crazy. Uh, I smashed, I smashed some new road, two tablets of ashwagandha, and in half an hour, I'm like, <clears throat> dead to the world. I like Nura before I go to bed. It's very, very good. Yeah, it's nice. Um, JP's product. Well, it's not the same thing. Same thing. I just like the powder. It's tasty, too. Yeah, I like the drink. It's, some, it's something about it, and it, I, I quite like, it's a good way of getting fluid in before you go to bed, but then it makes me piss. And then you, and then you dream of this. And I dream, I dream of, of, of like the thing is, I've got up, I've gone for a piss, but when I wake up in the morning, I've gone, did I piss last night or not? Like, what happened? Did that happen? Did, like, do you know what I mean? Do you ever wake up? I wake up and you just shove your misses a little bit and go back to sleep. I really need a piss and I need to eat as well. But like, anyway, one thing, one thing. Um, I'll, we'll leave this for next time. Um, because we were talking, I was talking to you about your EFGR at the time. Do you remember? Mine. mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had my blood work done yesterday and mine drastically improved. So I'll go over in the next one what I think led to that. Um, nice. Really hard on supplementation. You talked a little bit about that and you talked about your hematocrit as well. Mine yeah. was out of the reference range, high, and after prep, it was below the reference range. So I've well overdone the IP6. So, <laughs> the dosage of the IP6 might be fine because <laughs> I was saying it was low. No, I wasn't the IP6, I thought it was the uh, um, uh, what's it called? Astra Astragalus, uh, that's it, Astragalus, that's it, I'm saying Astragalus. Talk about that as well because I've been using that every day for my um kidneys. And that would be something that definitely led to improve blood results because I haven't really been doing much outside of that for my kidneys anyway. 
Yeah. Cool beanos. We'll go into that. We'll go into that. Sick. All right. Hashtag get massive. See you later, lads. See you later. Good night. <laughs> How do I stop recording? Three buttons, mate. <laughs>